0: This is David opposing the Matrix. Hey, uh, day late and a dollar short, I guess, huh? Uh, yeah, I'll explain. Um, it's good to be here with you folks. Uh, happy Friday to you. If you're uh, you're uh, of the Hebrew faith, uh, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, actually, that starts at sundown, so erev Shabbat Shalom. Okay. Uh, and I just hope that everybody has a nice weekend afterwards, okay? It's just, we deserve it. Don't we deserve a nice weekend for a change, folks? Man, we've been browbeaten with all this garbage that's going on. And we got to hear about Hunter Biden. Just arrest him and throw him in jail and throw away the key. And his father, too, and his mother. And uh, half a, half or three-quarters of Congress. And, and the world would be a better place, okay? Actually, you have to go after the Soros is in a deep state, too. So, uh, you know, the elites. So that, w- that would be another good thing to do. So um, anyway, um, <clears throat> where are we going with this? Okay. Yeah, I was going to be on yesterday, um, and uh, that got the kibosh put on it. Um, we had a... Uh, <clears throat> About five or six years ago, a, a lady that we knew um, was dying. She died of uh, brain cancer, but we uh, we took her Yorkie, her uh, Yorkshire Terrier uh, dog, which uh, at the time was probably uh, about 12, uh, yeah, about 12 years old, and... Um, we, we took her in and stuff like that. And boy, she was a mean little cuss at that time, but you know, she mellowed with age. And of course, when she's around two mellow people, that kind of helps too. But, um, and she got a lot of love from us and from our grandkids and stuff like that. So anyway, um, the other day, well, for about the last, last two years or so, maybe three, She's had a terrible cough, and, and Yorkies get this thing in their throat where their trachea actually starts to collapse, and so they cough all the time. And and uh, it sounded kind of reminded me of my, my grandfather when he was dying in emphysema. You know, um, it's not a laughing matter, it, it, but it sounded a lot alike. And um, and then she started getting the shakes, and she started getting weak, and then we know she had a know she had a cancer on her and and that was it you know and she was losing control of her faculties and all over the place so you know you don't want to ruin your house you know and well anyway uh so we took her uh up to the vet yesterday and had her had her put down and then uh, i was going to dig a hole with a shovel uh actually i was going to have my grandkids help me and we started getting started getting it done and uh my son-in-law came home and he says why are you doing it the hard way he says i'll go down the street and get a get the tractor from so and so and we can dig it in five minutes and i said okay so i brought a tractor up and he dug it with a, a backhoe that was on the back of the tractor actually i guess it was a little backhoe it wasn't even a tractor and um anyway so we got that done and that that was over with and uh but uh, yeah, it's, it's a sad thing, because uh, these animals, they grow to be part of your family, you know, you you feel like they're your children or something, and uh, I don't know, you just, uh, after a while you just, you become, you know, they affectionate with them, you know, and uh, so when they pass away, uh, now this one was old, so, it, and it was a long time coming, so, you know, we were kind of prepared for that, but uh, and we've lost puppies and stuff like that, that's really difficult. Um, But uh, anyway, I want to let you know that the live chat is up and running if you want to get on that. If you're on uh, Rumble, you can get on there and say hey or whatever. Or, you know, a lot of times you guys get on there and talk with one another on there, bounce ideas back and forth. And then I see them and I go, hey, you know, let's talk about that. So anyway, um, so (laughs) uh, tonight's going to be kind of a... a hard subject, and right away I'm gonna say, if if you're under 18, get your butts off of this right now. Okay, you don't need to be on this show tonight if you're under 18, not because there's gonna be anything naughty on here, anything like that, but there's some stuff that I wouldn't want my kids seeing at 18, you know, and it's no, I don't know, it just, it would leave an impression on you, and you're young, don't fill your minds up with garbage. But in order to to show what the deep state is doing, you have to see pictures and stuff and and hear stories about about what they're doing. And um, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. we probably got about uh, 250,000 words here (laughs) worth of pictures. There's not that many pictures, don't leave, okay? Uh, There's just a video we're gonna show, but I'm gonna read an article too that's uh, quite revealing. And, you're gonna see this, uh, they're gonna see one person, a Hollywood actor in there that uh that I never cared for that much and uh now I know why <laughs> talk about the sermon, I guess, huh? But um anyway, so we're gonna talk about what they do, uh the little parties that they have, uh some of the terminology that they use, um and, and everything like that. So um I had a granddaughter over here. I think she cleared out, so that's good. I didn't want her hearing this. Um, so, okay, where do we begin? All righty. Well, I told you about this uh, ministry, or I don't know if it's a ministry, or it's an organization over in Denmark, I think. And uh, the guy's name is David Sorensen, and he is amazing when it comes to researching and stuff. If he does all the research himself, he is incredible. But I think he probably has people helping him. Um, it's called Stop World Control. And some of the stuff that's on here is is, it's like very thorough, it's and everything's backed up with sources and the whole nine yards. So, um, anyway, you know, that having been said, I'm going to jump to an article that they have on here. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna let's let's talk about a couple of things, okay, before we get on to this stuff. Um, you know, I keep in contact with Brian, he says to say hello, by the way. And I thought maybe he'd be listening or watching. But anyway, hey Brian, if you are, and uh, <clears throat> he uh, he was telling me some stuff yesterday that uh, I hadn't really known was going on, and uh, I knew that they were having fires over in Hawaii, especially uh, specifically on Maui and maybe on the large island of Hawaii, and uh, I didn't know how how bad they were, and. Um, it looks like uh, whole villages and stuff were wiped out in Maui and uh, man it's it's terrible and the things that are happening out look at and he was pointing out look at the fires everywhere Canada my goodness gigantic forest fires in Canada okay um, Portugal when's the last time you heard of a forest fire in Portugal for goodness sakes okay but they're having them there um, let's see, Canada, Portugal, I think I might have written this stuff down, Greece, you seen the fires in Greece, my goodness, well, anytime you throw, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to say anytime you throw Greece on a fire, um, it's pretty bad, but, sorry, that was probably a morbid sense of humor thing, uh, let's see, Portugal, uh, okay, and there's been others around, okay, there's been some fires out of California this year so far, and, uh, and know there have been and will be some more up here in Oregon. and um, But, uh, yeah, you never hear about fires in Greece or Portugal or whatever, you know, and, and other parts of Europe, too. And, and so it's – what's going on? Well, Brian has an answer for that, and I think he got it online. Uh, but, you know, Brian's come up with a lot of things he hasn't gotten online, so I – He's a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, we, we bounce, we sometimes talk for hours on the phone about stuff that's going on. And he watches like Mr. MBB333 is one of the people he watches and um, Mike from around the world, uh, he listens to him. And I think it was Mike around the world that said that because Mike around the world is into this Planet X thing and and I think there's a lot of validity to Planet X and, and the subject. I don't wanna take it sound like I'm taking it lightly. Um, there's just so many things you can look into and that's one of them I haven't had really had a chance to um, that's why I'm glad for people like Brian and other people that look into things that uh, I don't have a chance to look into but um, you know basically you know how the moon works right with the tides how uh, when it's uh, when the moon is on one side it pulls the, basically pulls the waters away from the shoreline and if the moon's over you, it pulls them in. So that's and you have the tides, and you have two high tide tides a day and two low tides a day. Okay, that's because you have the sun and the moon. Okay, and they're both pulling on, on Earth, and they're they're pulling on the water that's on the Earth. And um, so, uh, that being a case, which you don't might may not know maybe is that uh, those tidal forces pull on the ground too okay you can't feel it you can't see it it's microscopic probably or very very small in nature that we're talking maybe inches centimeters or maybe a foot at the most that it pulls up on the crust and then then when this the moon goes down it goes back down again and um, a lot of scientists think that maybe this is why we have earthquakes okay so um, so you have something like the moon that's what one-sixth the size of the earth Yeah, it's got to be, because there's one-sixth the gravity of Earth. Okay. So it's one-sixth the size of the Earth. And if you ever lived by the ocean or anything, uh, sometimes the tides get pretty bad. They get pretty high. And and then you start worrying about flooding and everything else. But um, so if the moon is exerting that kind of a force on on the oceans and on the crust, what if a planet that was a lot larger than the moon... Was going through the solar system. Okay? And what if it was really close? Uh, my understanding is that this Nibiru thing, or Planet X, whatever you want to call it, has been observed from the southern hemisphere. Why we can't see it from us? Uh, I don't know. It's all well, it has to do with the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, that's another thing. If you believe the Earth's flat, then how come you can see it from the southern hemisphere, and not from the northern? Uh, that's right, there's no hemispheres on a flat Earth, is there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it reminds me of the scientists that always use the term creation when they're talking about the Big Bang you know anyway um, so if you have uh, the tidal forces like that um, and it's pulling on the ground it is it is very possible that it could pull up on the ground or cause the ground to buckle a little bit and if there's a little bit of volcanic activity under the ground um, it it could cause a lot of problems and, and Brian was talking about well before I jump to that if, if it's gonna cause problems um, by, by raising and lowering the ground where would it happen <laughs> okay uh, it would happen in places that are volcanically um, active for the most part uh, Hawaii would definitely be one okay and if this is true I suspect that uh, maybe in the southern hemisphere a lot of volcanoes will start blowing off soon and um, maybe here in the north too um, which kind of concerns me because, uh, due East from here and Northeast and, and Southeast probably got about four different volcanoes on the other side of the, um, the Cascade mountains. And, uh, the, depending on the way the wind's blowing, <laughs> it might not be a good thing for us here. But anyway, um, usually the wind's coming from the ocean and blowing to the, uh, into the continent. So, um, so, yeah, so maybe it's uh, opening up little fissures in the ground and it's starting fires. I could see that happening in Canada. You know, there's there are uh, some volcanoes in Canada, uh, mostly on the West Coast, but uh, we don't know exactly what's under the ground everywhere in Canada, okay? So, you know, it's not inconceivable that it's volcanoes that are causing it. Now, Brian also said that it could be um, that the atmosphere, um, I think it was it 14.7 cubic feet per inch, I think, is what, uh, anywhere between 13 and 14.7 um, is what the, uh, the pressure is in the atmosphere here on Earth, okay, at sea level, and um, so that's what we're used to, that's what we breathe in. Now, he said something about something is causing the atmosphere to become heavier and thicker, okay and maybe it's the approaching of planet x i don't know i think because we were talking about that at the same time so anyway if that's happening what does that do that increases the um the oxygen level on the earth okay okay and that's natural because if you're squeezing air together it, it creates it creates more pressure and, and that causes the uh well it causes a lot of things and um, basically that's the way the earth was before the flood and I don't want to spend too much more time on this but um, anyway so if it's, if, if it's enriching the atmosphere more with oxygen what is one of the things that fire needs to burn oxygen so uh if it's uh if there's if there's a little spark that happens lightning or something like that uh, and there's an extra degree of oxygen in the air man it's going to cause it to to go up like' a son of a gun you know and um so uh you know there's a lot of things that are at play here and there's some things that we may never know and what if there's uh you know some environmentalist or anti-environmentalist or is there such a thing anymore because i think that they are members of the wef and they want to destroy the earth so um but anyway perhaps uh you remember we did a show on the fires down in california santa rosa and paradise and santa rosa people saw lasers coming from the sky okay well what if there's some uh people out there that want to make the world a, a worse place so they they can make the excuse to make it a better place and clamp down at us and lock us up and everything but um and they start fires everywhere with the lasers yeah, you know Um, I don't put anything beyond the government and beyond the New World Order and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and Harari or any of those guys. So anyway, I've spent enough time on that, and I'm really sorry because you guys came, uh, hopefully to hear me, but also to hear the subject matter. Um, And what we're going to talk about tonight, like I said, um, is Stop World Control with David Sorensen. By the way, you got to check his website out, stopworldcontrol.com, and and what I'm 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 going to take five minutes before I start this, okay? And what I'd like you to do, if you, if you want, okay, it's up to you. Maybe you just want to lay back and listen, okay? But if you want to read along, because there's a lot of pictures in here, okay? If you want to see the pictures um, and you want to read along, it's stopworldcontrol.com forward slash abuse forward slash if you go there, I'll wait about five minutes, talk for five minutes more, and uh, then we'll get started. You can follow along with me, okay? I think that'd probably be the best idea, because I, every time with this program I've tried sharing pages like this, it just doesn't turn out. Either, either it doesn't show the picture, or it shows the picture and you can't hear the voice. It's, uh, it's bupkis. Um, but anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, this David Sorensen, something else, and it, the first chance I get, um, I'm gonna have him on the show, 'cause he, people that have pages like this and sites like this and organizations like this, are can much better explain what they're what they're doing um, than I can, okay? 'Cause they have it in their heart. I mean, I have it in my heart to care for children too, and stuff like that, and to and to fight against these bastards that are kidnapping kids and adults and selling them into slavery. But uh, if usually if you're called into a certain area of ministry or a certain area of um, service, that's a good word to use, um, then you have a more of a heart for it than other people do. Okay, uh, what's interesting about this uh, this site, and since it's in Europe, uh, usually a lot of Europeans um, have uh, they're skilled at more than one language. Like, uh, David probably speaks, uh, well, he, he's Danish, so he probably speaks Dane, um, the Nordic languages. Um, he probably, well, he speaks English, I know he does. Um, and uh, maybe German, because that's a close by nation, and French. Uh, and maybe Flemish, because uh, Belgium's right there, too. But anyway, the site is, um, it's all, it's in English, it's in French, it's in German, it's in Br- Portuguese or Brazilian and uh, I guess that's a Russian flag yeah, because that's the French up there okay Uh, and that looks like Italian and that's Spanish, yeah, okay, makes sense so this website is in all those languages, okay man, oh man, I could only wish that my website would be in a whole bunch of different languages like that Um, it was always my ass when I was a kid in high school I'm just eating up that five minutes okay uh, when I was in high school, um, back in New Jersey, my first year of high school was in New Jersey, and um, they offered languages. And actually, this was grade school. I'm thinking about um, because I took a, a, a language in grade school, I didn't have to take one in high school. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to take Italian, and uh, the school down in South Jersey where I where I was living at the time, they they had languages, but I wanted Italian, you know. I mean, heck, it's your heritage, why don't you learn how to speak it, you know, so, uh, I wanted it, and they didn't have it, and I ended up taking French, and, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to reserve my opinion, um, and not say anything, but it, you know, it's just something that, yeah, I can still remember how to count to ten in French, okay, and, and a few other things, uh. But I, most of it's been lost for a long time, and, and you know it's not really lost. We don't want it. Oh my goodness! That's uh, Millie Bell, the uh, our that, uh That is our watchdog. I tell you, that dog can hear somebody walking around in the grass a uh, thousand yards down the road. <laughs> um, literally, I think she can. So. Anyway, I think it's been about five minutes, and you've probably had a chance to get online and uh, and to get that website going here. And if you are, if you do, you'll see at the top, it says Stop World Control, it has a bald eagle, or with the representation of a bald eagle, and then all the flags of the languages. It says World Domination, c- Crimes Against Humanity, Saving the World, Info, and then it has a little looking glass there. Okay, and it says this website words humanity about the... <laughs> Agenda for World Dominion, Uh, please share it far and wide, which is nice because it means you can use anything on it and not have to ask permission. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you scroll down a little more and it says politicians, abuse and murder children. Abuse and murder children, says FBI chief and witnesses. And you see a picture of a cute little girl there, looks kind of sad, she's got tears running down her face. Okay, and I'm not going to read underneath the check mark. Uh, You can read that another time. All right, it says, Witnesses confirm abuse by the government. (laughs) Which government? All of them. Okay. Okay, here we go, folks. I've got my reading eyes on, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to do a good job for you. Uh, It says, Could it be true that our top politicians, celebrities, royal families, uh, police, military, judiciary, etc., are involved in torture, abuse and murder of children. Ah, yes, I switched two of the words around. <laughs> um, an avalanche of evidence is flooding our world, showing that something unspeakably gruesome is going on in our societies. From the US Secret Services, uh, CIA, FBI, and the NSA, uh, former executives have stepped forward and declare, to declare that this is <clears throat> happening on a large scale all over the world. They reveal organized worldwide networks that are trafficking millions of children to the rich and most powerful. Most rich and powerful. Um, most children are sold as toys to abuse at will, while others are sacrificed during satanic rituals. In this report, you can listen to eyewitnesses, uh, surviving victims, jurists, law enforcement officers, former directors of secret services, etc., from all over the world. <clears throat> These people don't know each other. Some some are from Europe, others from Australia, England, or the USA. Yet they all say the exact same things. Their testimonies agree in every detail. I invite every honest uh, honest person to not look away, but to have the courage to listen to what's being revealed. Excuse me. Um, If it's true that the highest uh, members of our government, military, police, judiciary royalties and uh, finance etc are involved in the organized ritual abuse and murder of children then that is beyond a doubt the worst evil in this world and it has to be stopped. Uh, Let me uh, add to that real quick Uh, we all know uh, those of us who have read scripture that uh, Yahweh um, the the creator is uh, especially fond of children and he really gets angry when people mess with kids and it says that if anybody does that it'd be better for them to have a millstone tie around their neck and to uh, drown in the depths of the sea than it would be to face the what's going to come up to them that's pretty nasty death but it's going to be better than the judgment that's coming to them Okay, that says several testimonies were given before the International Tribunal of Crimes by the Church and State, ITCCS. In response to these eyewitness statements, teams from the ITCCS in cooperation with local police made 19 arrests and freed eight children. Mass graves of children were also discovered. See evidence and report below. All right, then we get into the main crux of the article here. The history of child sacrifice. The idea of ritual abuse and murder of children by governing officials sounds like madness to most of us. Therefore, I will briefly explain the historical reality of this horrible practice, horrific practice. After all, um, it has been prevalent from time immemorial in many cultures all over the world. Below you will see an etching titled The Sacrifice of the King's Firstborn. Uh, showing that the Native American governments of Florida sacrificed a child in front of the European pioneers uh, in parentheses it has America at 1599 by Theodore de Bry okay this is uh, also common in South America for example with the Aztecs the authorities sacrifice children to redeem demonic gods the child cut, is cut open and shown in the inset at the bottom of the image Oh, okay, yeah, it's, and it's got a picture of them in a boat with the children like that. I think they're in a boat, looks like it. Um, whatever it is, it's gross. Okay. Below is a rendering of the ritual slaughter of uh, children in India, once again carried out by the government. It's got a guy dressed uh, like a sultan almost, um, with it, holding the kid by his, by his hair and getting ready to slit his throat, it looks like. And there's a, a god in a statue kind of looks like Molech. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, children were murdered in various cultures as a sacrifice to the so-called God, in the rea- to so-called God, um, in reality, a dark entity called Baal, Molech, or Molech. Uh, this idol is depicted as a man with the head of a bull. He's worshiped by the, He was worshipped by the Canaanites, the Phoenicians, and the Babylonians, among others. Even today, children are sacrificed to, to this demonic entity. And it's got a picture of this demonic entity holding a baby in his arms. Okay, Molech is mentioned several times in the Bible as well as many historical writings of antiquity. And here's a couple of examples. Uh, they built the high places of Baal, Baal, excuse me, that are in the valley of Ben Hinnom, excuse me, uh, to make their sons and daughters pass through the fire up to Molech which I had not commanded them nor had it entered into my mind that they should do this abomination Jeremiah 32:35. 35 and uh, this is in Psalm 106:37. 37 uh, they even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons and shed innocent blood the blood of their sons and their daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan and the land was defiled with the blood okay let me jump down, and there's a picture of uh, it's a scene actually of uh, uh, of them. Uh, well, the, the god Moloch being up there, and it's basically a, a hollowed out statue that they're kindling a fire in, and uh, they have children there, and it looks like they're preparing to put them in. Um, anyway, there are also idols with outstretched hands, which were made glowing hot. Uh, As shown at the bottom right of this image, inside the hollow statue was a furnace which was heated until the hands became white hot, then the children were placed in them. This was accompanied by loud music and singing to drown out the screams of the child. Okay, and here's another picture showing basically that. Okay, even in the Middle Ages, the torture and sacrifice of children was still common as is shown in the images below. And I can't tell, but this looks like it comes from Europe somewhere. Yeah. And they have a child uh, basically tied up, spread eagle uh, upright. Um, and if there's a fire underneath. Looks like they're burning him at the stake. Man, people could be so demonic. And there's a picture right under it with uh, what looks like a winged um, goat god, goat man god. Uh, and a bunch of people on the right uh, presenting a child that they're like they're giving it to them, okay? Child sacrifice is also a common practice in Africa. Uh, the drawing below shows how colonists witnessed these atrocities. And it's a picture of a group of Africans. Um, they have a pile of rocks there, and they're shedding the blood. Um, and it looks like some uh, some of the colonists are coming through the door to try to rescue the kid, so my goodness the uh, the rise of the Christian faith which focuses on care of the weak brought an end to to these public atrocities in the western world however high ranking figures in society continue to carry out these practices in secret alright subtitle child sacrifice is the way to power and wealth they say okay all right. The first testimony comes from former top businessman in finance, uh, Ronald Bernard. This man operated in the upper echelons of the financial world, trading large sums of money for the wealthy elite. At some point, he received an offer to acquire unlimited uh, wealth himself. However, there was one condition. He had to put his conscience in the freezer at, a, at minus at 100 degrees uh, then all doors would be would swing open for him. In other words, that metaphorically, he had to get rid of his conscience. Um, as it turned out, he was invited to participate in the satanical abuse and murder of children. To his dismay, he discovered that uh, this is a practice characteristic of the upper echelons of the world, uh, of our world. It is a ticket to unlimited wealth. Uh, Bernard stepped out of this perverse world of ruthless lust and power and wealth at all costs. Please listen to his story. We've done that before, but maybe uh, next next Tuesday or something we'll, we'll listen to this again, because I'm not done with this subject. Okay, it shows this video. It says, Ronald Bernard uh, testifies how he's invited into the upper echelons of society to participate in the ritual abuse of murder of children, that all doors of wealth power would open for him. Make sure to watch this life-changing testimony. I have watched it, folks, and uh, and I showed it on, on this radio show um, probably last year sometime, but um, anyway, it really affected him to this point where he still starts to tear up when he's talking about it. Uh, the fact that they were children, you know, it's just devastated him. Okay, royalty organizes child murders. Ronald Bernard's revelation is confirmed by the shocking testimony from a former jurist uh, within the Dutch par- uh, judiciary, Anne-Marie van Uh, uh She testifies in, in 2014 about how she was present three times at meetings where children were raped and murdered on a stage. Her testimony was given before the Tribunal for Crimes of, by Church and State, ITCC, Uh, founded by human rights activist uh, Kevin Arnett. Today, that tribunal no longer exists, as Arnett now focuses on fighting for the rights of Canada's indigenous people. However, at the time of the tribunal, several uh, testimonies were recorded about ritual abuse and murder by the governments. Uh, Let me add into that, folks, that... um, they're really investigating in Canada because evidently uh, the natives, especially on the West Coast, were um, many times gathered up uh, supposedly by the Queen and her uh, her agents uh, and either sold or or done away with like this. Um, it says, according to this jurist the rape and murder of children was funded by none other than Beatrice or Beatrix, excuse me. Uh, the former queen of the Netherlands and was attended by the heads of the military, judiciary, religion, media, and education, etc. Okay, Anne-Marie van uh former jurist, and we'll be watching that video after we get done reading, okay? Um, yeah, because you're probably going, well, well, why, why did she participate? Well, she it was done against her will okay she never really participated but she had to watch um, let's see I'll never skip down to the white part here if you're following along with me uh, my name is Anne Marie Van Blijenberg. Um I've been married to I have been married to um, Keys Van Corlar for 24 years Together with his Street brothers, Keys van Corlar formed a criminal organization called the Octopus Syndicate. This is another term in the Netherlands for uh, Nidrangheta, a crime network uh, linked to the Italian mafia. They are still active uh, from 1960 until today. By order of Queen Beatrix, they uh, recruited. Uh, Children who were tortured, raped, and murdered in front of an audience. These children are arranged through juvenile detention centers and uh, juvenile detention centers in the Netherlands. Let's see, in a recent interview, Kevin Arnett of the former ITCC uh, said that a witness who worked at the juvenile detention center had also come forward and confirmed Van Bleichenberg's story. According to this witness, Queen Beatrice ordered children to be transferred or employed within the royal palace, after which they disappeared without a trace each time. In Zwalla, the children were taken this is the, the account. Um, in Zwalla, the children were taken from the train station by the criminals and brought to a building that looked completely real like a real hotel, but was uh, not operational as a hotel, although There were people in the lobby pretending it was a hotel. The children, the child was given something to drink and with that drink he or she was drugged. Next to the hotel was a building where the performance was to take place. In that building people were seated and at some point the child brought in by the criminals, um, he or she, it says it, he or she was tortured, raped and um, brutally murdered in front of spectators. I don't like when you refer to kids as it. Um, according to witnesses, Kohler's brother organized the massacre of the at the request of Queen Beatrice, who's also financed the whole thing. Okay. Some of the real some of the people in attendance that that von Blichtenberg mentions are George Soros. Big surprise there, huh, folks? Ministers of justice, chairman for the Council of the Judiciary, former commander of the army, a judge, and the president of the court in Amsterdam, and a current prime minister, and so on. All high-ranking people from the government, military, judiciary, and media, dot, dot, dot. Uh, In this case, they were all from the Netherlands, but the testimonies below show that this is happening in many countries worldwide, UK, Canada, Australia, USA, France, Germany, etc. And it's got pictures of four of the bastards, uh, four of the men, excuse me. Uh, Ernst, the first one is Ernst Hirsch Ballin, He's a former minister of justice and a very odd looking man. Um, then there's Mr. Van Den Emster, former president for the Council of the Judiciary. Uh, Dick Berlin, uh, former army commander. Gert Wilders, member of the parliament uh, and political leader of the P- Party for Freedom. Um, if you've ever seen uh, a movie where they they characterize some of the people in um, the day of King uh, Louis XIV uh, in France, this is what this guy looks like. He just doesn't look normal. He looks like uh, I don't know. You'd have to look at the picture. If you're looking at it, you'll you'll agree with me, I'm sure. Okay, it's still nobody in the chat room, huh? Okay, one last person, Mark Ruta or Rut, the current Prime Minister of the Netherlands. There were always about 50 people when I was taken there. I was taken there three times. Each time I was there, I saw that a child was killed. I saw that, I saw that two boys and a girl were killed. They came from detention centers and were recruited in the way that I just described. Van Bleichenberg says she approached the newspaper, D Telegraph, over a decade ago to bring out the story. The journalist spoke to all the youth detention centers and confirmed that the children were indeed selected supposedly to work for the court of Queen Beatrix. Apparently, however, the staff at these juvenile detention centers have become suspicious after a while uh, since nothing was ever heard of from these children again. Uh, this journalist was even jokingly told that Queen Beatrice apparently ate them, because these children each time after they were put on the train to Zawala, uh, disappeared with their files uh, disappeared with their files without trace. Okay, the witnesses say she knows that where the bodies are dumped, uh, they were first thrown into a refrigerator container that was behind the building. After a number of performances, this container was taken to Belgium, where they had a piece of land where the bodies were buried in a mass grave. Uh, In the October 15, 2016, issue interview, excuse me, Kevin Arnett says he and the witness had been at the location of one of the mass graves. Van Blijenberg uh, wants nothing nothing more than to see the criminals involved locked up for life. She's too kind. Um, she says that she has reported the crimes to authorities since 2004 but each agency refused to investigate the case Uh, she says I quote "Um, I talked to every police officer I could find every justice official I informed Interpol about this I even went to court to see if I could find a prosecutor prosecutor who would investigate the case the court told me that it was not my problem it was society's problem the court did not want to order the prosecutor to investigate. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It says, um, I have done literally I have done literally everything to get this cleared up. I have the idea that everything was sabotage because Queen Beatrix uh, and the courts that were involved, every time someone wanted to investigate the case, they were tapped on the shoulder and told, don't do this because Queen Beatrix doesn't want it. Van um and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Van Bleichenberg Blichen, expressed being very, very angry. "Quote: If you had seen what I saw, it would always stay with me. I can't get it out of my mind because it's one of the cruelest things I've ever seen. It's horrible. It's really horrible. They're idiots." She says she was drugged by her then-husband and taken to one of these performances on her way back home, a 70-mile drive. <clears throat> she regained her senses and realized that she had just witnessed the murder of a child. She burst into tears. Her husband was behind the wheel and put his arm around her and said, Don't worry, those are children from a disadvantaged family. They are orphans. They are scum. It doesn't matter what that they were murdered. man, you know, I, I, I'd like to do a Rambo and just find those people with a machine gun and just, but I'll never have that chance, uh, I don't know, anyway, according to Van Blijenberg, her ex-husband is still involved in such things, uh, when you realize how many people have, have been murdered since 2004, it's been 10 years, they... Kill maybe ten to twenty, 10, yeah, ten to twenty children a year, if not more. It's horrible. I told the police about four places in the Netherlands uses mass graves. Never, never did any police officer bother to go and look. All right, then we got a new part here: uh, top fashion model, uh, model ac- abused by the elite, uh, and it looks like a book. Natalie Birkin, oh, okay. Beckin' Tessen Van Een top model and I can't read Dutch so I'm not even going to try that it just says monarch mind control okay Say, uh, slavery in sexual something okay the third eyewitness is Natalie Augustina for years she was highly sought after top model working with major fashion brands such as Dior, Cartier, Issy, uh, Miyake, Chanel, Armani, and Coma de Garcon. Uh, Natalie attracted the attention of high-ranking politician tycoons, famous actors like Keanu Reeves, and celebrities like Julio Iglesias and Jeffrey Epstein. Man, I like Keanu Reeves. Well, I have to investigate this more. Okay, and continue with the the reading here. Uh, by members of some of the richest families of the world, of this world, and members of royal houses, she was regularly drugged for sex parties of the elite and raped by many of them. In 2018, she revealed her story in the book Nathalie: Confessions of a Top Model, only available in Dutch. Uh, this she wrote together with well-known investigative uh, journalist Robin De Reuter Uh, this astute researcher had already predicted the entire corona pandemic in detail in 2008 in his book the corona crisis whoa (laughs) even called it corona all right Natalie Augustina former top model Uh, then there's the video we're gonna watch in a little while Natalie Augustina testifies about organized, systemic system, yeah, systemic sexual abuse of children by the royal family and the top political, judicial, police, and military officials. Please listen to this brave lady. Actually, we're going to listen to the other lady, not this one, but again, we can schedule this for, for Tuesday. All right, Natalie grew up as an orphan, was placed in a pedophile foster family. These people regularly took her along with many other children, to the government headquarters in The Hague, where, they, where there are underground rooms called the sex cellar. Uh, their, their children are raped. She and other children are also regularly taken to the U.S. military base, where they were treated with mind programming. Um, some children were programmed as sex kittens intended only for rape. Others were given extra preparation for entering the fashion, film, and music world. Natalie speaks of hundreds of thousands of girls and boys systematically raped by the royal political and military governments. They were brought into parties of the rich. They were raped on the stage. Natalie recounts how some children were even raped to death by the elites or tortured to death and how everything is filmed. This is the direct confirmation of Anne-Marie Van Blightingen's testimony. See, folks, why I didn't want people under 18 listening to this and I hope none of you are if you are, get off now <laughs> um, Natalie says she was taken to places of all things royal noble elite heads in politics and ministry or military, excuse me um, she testified of how she was taken to military locations where many children would enter an auditorium, then the Secretary General of Justice Joris Demink. Uh, would enter there with his friends. The men who only did boys would pick boys, and the men who only did girls would pick girls, including Natalie Augustina. These These were all very horrific things, and the truth is even worse than what people want to know. Natalie said she returned to the Netherlands because she saw that the political party for pedophilia had been approved by the government. Uh, This party published the Handbook of Pedophilia, which explains, among other things, how to rape babies from zero to three years old. This is really hard to read. She was court-martialed by the organization Scientific uh, Journalism for Pedophilia, which claims that sexual relations between young children and adults contribute to preparing the child as a as desired by the Dutch pedophilia state uh, this organization is funded by the government man you want to know where a nuclear bomb can land right on top of that thing okay get the children out first though Lord many witnesses and insiders reveal that the torture abuse and murder of children is, a, is used as a strategy to gain control over leaders in society High-ranking people are set up to participate in these practices, which are captured on film. This footage is then later used to exert political pressure or for extortion. The worldwide method, this worldwide method was confirmed by Michael Nihoul, uh, Nihoul, N-I-H-O-U-L uh, a member of the state notorious uh, Duktrung gang, uh, which sacrificed children all throughout Europe and let's see and this guy said I have control of the government everyone has compromised files on each other which can be used as leverage at the right time Uh, it says Michael Nihol um, member of Mark Dutroch's gang quote from an interview with Der Spiegel in 2001 my goodness that's quite a paper Um, Tunnels under the government buildings. Here we go. According to Natalie, many underground corridors and rooms exist under the government headquarters where she and many other children were abused by the political authorities for years. The existence of underground structures in the Binnenhof is confirmed by this video. Uh, Whether it happened in these specific tunnels, I do not know, but this shows that there are indeed underground structures under the government headquarters. Uh, extensive underground networks have also been built underneath the White House and other government buildings around the world and we know about the White House Monarch Mind Control um, if you've ever read uh, Kathy, um, Kathy O'Brien her, her book um, okay let's see if I can remember this <laughs> I can't remember the name of the book but she wrote a book where she talked about how this was all done to her um, it's something of America and I'll, I'll remember it by the end of the program I'm sure uh, the next element in Augustina's testimony is Monarch's Mind Control also known as MKUltra the video below gives a deeper view into the method by which children are programmed to be slaves to the rich many politicians, models, musicians, actors etc. are being prepared in this way and guess what this video has been removed for violating YouTube's term of service. Yeah, I guess YouTube's term of service is um, not telling the truth. All right, the CIA deals children. Natalie testifies how she saw many children being taken to U.S. military bases. This is confirmed by the video below in which CIA officer John uh, is uh, speaking. He explains that there are no ethics within the CIA, that there are no moral boundaries. Indeed, this, the essence of the CIA is that every law must be broken in order for you to do your just my job. Uh, when a CIA, that's terrible. Uh, when a CIA officer protests, he is told by his boss, do your job, don't ask questions, do, do what you have to do. Um, In exchange for this information or cooperation, influential people demand money, power, and children. Okay. Okay, former FBI chief speaks out. Former Los Angeles FBI chief Ted Gunderson, who I think was murdered, by the way, revealed in his videos below that widespread reality of satanic ritual abuse and the international trafficking of children for for the wealthy top people of the world. Gunderson explains that there is an under, there are underground chambers at the homes of many of these high ranking officials that have been built specifically for the practice so it was always so that it would always stay hidden. He says, let's see, there are experts uh, they are experts at making sure nobody ever finds out about it. Former FBI Chief Gunderson says. Alright, abused for years in famous castles. All right. Our next eyewitness is Tuse uh, Nijenhuis. As a child, she <coughs> a child, she was taken to all kinds of castles and palaces in Holland, Wales, Scotland, France, Germany, and even Saudi Arabia and Australia." Foreign castles that Tuse mentions are Cairnafon K- Castle near Fort William in Scotland, and Castle. Huh. Horen Schwagenau in Bavaria. She also mentions names of the participants who belong to the highest circles of society. She names Prince Bernard, Beatrix's father, uh, Cardinal Cardinal Alpfrank, Lord Mountbatten, uh, the family of Prince Philip, husband of the British Queen, and the Pope, Pope Paul IV, or St. John Paul II. Okay. And here they are, Cardinal Alfrink, Lord Mountbatten, and Prince Bernard. Tews explains that many castles and palaces have special torture chambers and rooms where children are kept prisoner. According to Tews, there was a camera in every room. This would mean that her testimony could be confirmed by film material if it ever becomes available and someone is willing to examine this evidence. Okay. Uh, Tu's uh, House uh, was abused and tortured throughout her childhood by members of the Dutch Royal Family and other high-ranking officials, including leaders within the Roman Catholic and Jewish Orthodox churches. Uh, former White House Chief of Staff owns Child Abuse Art. It says John Potesta's taste in art. And it's a picture. It looks like a boy tied up in a pool or at a pool. He's got clothing, or a bathing suit, on, and then uh, a bunch of little girls that look like they've been spanked. Okay. And these are caricatures. They're they're drawings. They're not real. I mean, they're real, but they're they're not pictures. Okay. Two's testimony about the torture chambers and castles brings us to this image on the one hand we see the underground pool in the largest castle in America Biltmore Estate it's owned by the Vanderbilts uh, uh, okay we'll get there in a second who are one of once America's richest families uh, CNN news anchor Anderson Cooper is and is one of Gloria Vanderbilt's sons and look how he turned out <laughs> he's a homosexual okay and a very odd-looking individual. That he looks like an albino throw, uh, throwaway or something, in my opinion. Um, in addition, you see two paintings that were part of a bizarre art collection for an influential man from Washington, D.C., John Podesta. He was White House Chief of Staff under President Clinton and an advisor to President Obama. The artwork shows children being tortured in a swimming pool, which bears striking similarities to the pool at the Biltmore's castle. We have to wonder why are there so many ropes hanging in the pool at the Biltmore castle? Why are there reddish-brown dirt, is there reddish brown dirt at the bottom of the pool that looks like dried blood? And why did Gloria Vanderbilt, the late owner of the castle, create a large number of artworks of damaged baby dolls locked in plexiglass cages? Oh, my goodness. A picture with a baby doll with its head busted in. And there's a book called Serafina and the Black Cloak by Robert Beatty. I, I imagine I wouldn't want my kids reading that book. And it's also noteworthy that children's book was um, written just about this castle. It tells of a girl with only four fingers and toes who was found on the Villabelt, Vanderbilt estate. She witnesses how a man with a black cape makes several children disappear at the castle. Uh, The former top U.S. government official and confidant to Clinton and Obama, John Podesta not only has paintings of tortured children in his home, but also owns the art below, howling and crying children locked in cages carried by demons. Oh, boy. Um, The X-Files Child Abuse Network. In 2004, BNN or BNN Vara, a large television broadcasting company in Europe, released a program called "The X Files." Witnesses stated in the program that they had been raped by they had been raped from childhood by ranking high-ranking figures in Brussels, Belgium. Uh, one of these witnesses, a young woman from Ghent, caused a stir in Belgium in 1997 with her statement about. Uh, abuse and murder networks. At least 43 children disappeared in Belgium between 1973 and 1995, some of whom were later found murdered. Regina Loof made a very detailed statements of 1966 about the murder of three girls, Christina Van Hees, Catherine Delort, and Catherine D. Cooper. The Jeanne Jean Marie I, I know there's an easier way to say this. The Gendarmerie confirmed that she had knowledge that only an eyewitness could have had, and there were clear traces to the there were clear traces to the perpetrators. Uh, then the government intervened. The, inter, the investigation was immediately halted, and the media were called in to portray the eyewitness as deranged and feint. And fantasist my goodness okay Regina Louf Regina Louf testified before the Belgian gendarmerie uh, how she witnessed the abuse and murder of children the gendarmerie confirmed uh, the accuracy of her information and there were clear traces uh, that would lead to the perpetrators then the government shut down the investigation Okay, abused by politi- uh, British politicians. The next testimony comes from the United Kingdom, Richard Kerr. Uh, literal, from the United Kingdom, Richard Kerr literally confesses to everything we have seen so far. He was systematically raped for, for years by very powerful individuals in British politics. Miraculously, he survived, and after decades, he found the strength to come out of the, for his story. As a teenager, Richard was exchanged for years as an object, a so-called toy boy, between the elite in England. He mentions Dolphin Square, a luxurious complex for the military police and the British Secret Service, as one of the locations to which he was taken. After 30 years, he returned to these and other places together with his therapist in order to process the past. Richard Kerr was abused as a child for for years by top figures in politics, the military, secret services, and police of uh, England, like uh, Anne Marie Ronald. Excuse me, let me start again. (laughs) Like Anne Marie, Ronald Natalie, Ronald Natalie, and Regina, Richard testifies to an extensive network of sadistic pedophilia within the highest circles of society. White House officials accused, oh, White House officials, Uh, Jessica Collins is an American woman who had been abused for 17 years, Kathy O'Brien, Transformation of America was the name of the book, and it's not transformation, it's trance, like uh, going into a trance, Transformation of America, okay, I see I told you I'd remember (laughs) later on. Jessica Collins is an American woman who has been abused for 17 years in the same way as described by all previous eyewitnesses. She mentions Jeffrey Epstein, who had close ties with Bill Gates and dozens of high-ranking celebrities, businessmen, politicians, media personalities, and film producers in the USA. Jessica also explains how she was abducted, drugged, and abused by uh, British Prince Andrew of Windsor, who was also a military commander. Uh, and there's another video with her in it, I guess, and maybe we'll watch that on Tuesday, too. Uh, Jessica Collins claims she was abused by Joe Biden and several other people who are currently in the White House. No, not Joe Biden. What do you do, sniffer hair? Oh, boy. I'm telling you, I, I'm so fed up with... Politicians. All right, let's continue. Um, it says Jessica Collins claims she was abused by Joe Biden and several other people who are currently in the White House. Australian top politicians accused. Fiona Barrett from Australia came forward with the exact same testimony as the other surviving victims we have seen in this report. The details, similarities, and everything they each describe is undeniable evidence of the truth of their experiences. Fiona testifies of how she was abused uh, throughout her childhood by the top politicians of Australia. When she tried to report it, she found even uh, more trauma. Uh, No matter where she turned, be it the police or the judiciary, she was ridiculed and turned away. There's a video by her. Fiona Barrett testifies of being abused by top politicians in Australia throughout her childhood. Uh, recently, the extreme perversion of Australian members of parliament was exposed and even made into some media outlets made it into some media outlets that are usually paid to hide this kind of information you got the daily let's see sickening image it's one of the articles sickening images reveal a disgusting sex acts that went on inside Parliament House. As it claimed, politician staffers filmed themselves performing lewd acts on the desks of female MPs and brought brought in prostitutes. It says at least four senior coalition staffers allegedly shared lewd images of sex acts. Um, Second bullet point, uh, swapped pictures and videos of solo sex acts over Facebook Messenger. Third bullet, some had used uh, the Parliament House desk on of female parliamentarians. Next bullet, whistleblower says staffers procured male prostitutes for coalition MPs. Next bullet, both uh, MPs and staffers used the small parliament house prayer room for sex. One staffer, next last uh, bullet, one staffer sacked after whistleblower leaks evidence of widespread depravity. My goodness. And then there's another thing we go into here. Top man for unit of UNICEF, UN and WHO rapes children. Uh, let's see, and then there's a shot of him with a crying little boy hugging him. I think it's a boy, and it says anonymous 32618. Let's see. If you only knew how bad things really are. Alright, let's read the article here. Um, Occasionally, one of the high-ranking officials or figures is caught and arrested. It happened to be uh, Peter Dalglish. No, Dalglish. Uh, He held positions within the United Nations UNICEF and the World Health Organization and was founder of an international movement to help street children. He was awarded the Order of Canada for, for his outstanding humanitarian work. In reality, his activities turned out to be a cover-up for the abuse of unprotected children. Police in Nepal had received a tip and were able to catch this monster in the act of molesting two boys, aged 12 and 14. He was received only nine years in prison. Another article here: children. Oh, this, this is going to really sicken you, folks. Uh, children for sale online. Okay. Uh, several uh, mega web stores like Wayfair and Etsy are suspected of allowing children tra- child trafficking. The children are offered as furniture, etc., that cost a fortune, while the products carry the same name of the missing children. Here are a few, of exam- few examples. First is a pillow that costs $10,000 U.S. Um, with the name of the missing girl, Dunning. Below uh, that is a flimsy cabinet offered for the price of $13,000 USA, again with the same missing child, uh, with the same name of a missing child, Samia. Okay. On Etsy a seller is offering Belle with a picture of a pretty Disney character. For the price of fifty thousand five hundred and ninety-four dollars and forty-nine cents U.S. dollars, and 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 it's it underneath where it says "Add to Cart," it says "Rare Find." Uh, there's only one of these in stock. Sixteen other people have had it, this in their cart right now. Jeez. That's an Etsy thing, by the way. Etsy.com. These examples, of course, only begin to illustrate criminal operation of proportions that none of us can imagine. See the images below of children in cages. Um, I don't need to explain that to you. He just did. (laughs) There are kids in cages. Um, That's ridiculous. Okay, Uh, on, on and on here. Uh, Facebook is the number one hub of child abuse. SWFI, a global resource for institutional investors, published the following statement. In 2019, there were nearly 17 million reported cases of online child sexual abuse material, CSAM, 94% of which stemmed from Facebook. Got gnats in here, folks, sorry. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as the world's largest social media company and the largest facilitator of reported child sex abuse online, Facebook's actions will, for better or for worse, have a major impact on global child safety. Facebook is by far, by far and away, the world's largest source of online child sexual abuse materials. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that got there. Um, However, groups that advocate for the freedom of their country are being thrown off Facebook. Last year, Facebook removed thousands of groups fighting for freedom, while groups enabling child abuse were allowed to stay. The same is true with, with of Twitter. Well, it was Russia actually restricted Twitter at one point, thus focusing its then director Jack Dorsey to remove from Twi- to remove from Twitter in russia all content that encourages the abuse of children also many posts encouraging children to commit suicide have simply been allowed on twitter shortly after this exposure of far-reaching perversion and violence on twitter jack dorsey resigned film sound of freedom this talks all about the sound of freedom um Sound of Freedom is a major motion picture masterpiece based on inspirational true story of ben, Tim Ballard, uh, ex, an ex-CIA agent who left Homeland Security to create a dream, dream team of special forces uh, who conducted missions to rescue children from traffickers. Sound of Freedom is an inspiring story based on true events that shed light on a grim reality of child sex trafficking. It is true It is the true story of a man who risks everything to bring a ray of light and hope to most children hidden corners of the world, seeking to save children chained in the dark. Okay, now we'll go into the Satanism of the elite. As Ronald Bernard testified in the beginning of the report, Satanism, also called Luciferianism, is the dark gateway to unlimited wealth and power. only those who are participants gain access to the high positions and opportunities to become wealthy. This is indeed evident if we look, for example, at one of the richest families on earth, the Rothschilds. They own the central banks of 165 countries. A central bank is above all the other commercial banks, so in effect, the Rothschilds control the flow of money all around the world. Uh, the picture below clearly shows the balance of power between the Rothschilds and, for example, the British royal family. Uh, the multimillionaire Evelyn D. Rothschilds is shamelessly poking a finger on the chest of Prince Charles and Prince Charles doesn't look too happy about it, but he's not saying anything uh, maybe why he's why he's mad is he's a guy and his name is Evelyn <laughs> I don't know um. Although involvement in Satanism is carefully hidden from the masses, at some point, photos of one of the Rothschild's parties leaked out. Uh, from the images, it is clear that we are dealing with what we are dealing with. On November uh, December 12, 1972, Marie-Hélène de Rothschild organized a surrealist ball at Chateau de Ferrières, one of the castles. As she welcomed guests, the hostess were the head of a horned animal and a well-preserved that's well-preserved within uh, excuse me an animal well-known symbol within Satanism Uh, one victim organized abuse uh, one victim of organized abuse by the wealthy elite under the pseudonym Rose told us that at one of of the rituals her father was present apparently drugged with a deer antler on his head Exactly as we see here with the Rothschilds. Okay. The way that the tables are decorated means no further explanation. Statues of children with severed heads and limbs. (laughs) At other tables, naked mannequins were on display. The richest family in the world is involved in Satanism. It's it's no secret. The Baroness uh, Philippine W.P.D. Rothschild regularly wore a necklace with the head of a devil, goat, or ram, the typical symbols of Satan. All right, yeah, they're all four of them are, are that symbol. Okay. Uh, Baron Joseph D. Rothschilds, who arranged, the finan- who arranged and financed the creation of the modern state of Israel, poses here with noted satanic artist Marina Abramovic for a painting titled, Satan summons his hordes from the underworld. I don't care if the guy had something to do with it. You know, God uses his enemies a lot of times to fulfill his will. So, um... Uh, yeah so it's he can turn anybody's actions around to, f- to fulfill his will and uh I think it's hilarious that he used the satanist to deform Israel. <laughs> I think it's hilarious um, but this woman here she's she's a real piece of work you'll see Abramovic is an artist uh who is particularly appreciated by the higher ups in our in our world she Organizes parties for politicians, businessmen, and Hollywood stars under the name Spirit Cooking. Below are photos of one such elite party. And here's a young lady laying on her back naked with a skeleton over her. Uh, There's another shot of it with uh, people all around, sitting around uh, with her in the center. And then somebody else looks like they're they're cutting a cake next to this girl that's um, laying without clothes on this table. Um, oh, there's Will Ferrell sitting with some woman. I'm not going to call her a lady. Um, and then this guy looks like an actor too, and I cannot place him. Black man. So, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, Will Ferrell, the elf. All right. People are also being imitated and can be eaten. Next to Abramovic, uh, taking a scoop of blood, is Lady Gaga, who sang the American national anthem during Joe Biden's inauguration. Oh, man. Um, Although Abramovic denies being a Satanist, her art speaks for itself. She is herself photographed with a a dead goat's head, and she paints a pentagram on a woman's belly, both are distinct symbols of Satanism. Yeah. The snake and horns which Abramovic adorns herself speak volumes. A well-known statue used worldwide within Satanic cults is shown below, a human body with goat legs and a head of a goat. next to the devil figure are two children the abuse and sacrifice of children to the powers of darkness is a central element of Satanism this is also reflected in Abramovic's art on the left you see an image um, of, of a bound child drenched in blood and if you can't see it if you're listening there's a Image of her standing there uh, with a boy that, well, he doesn't have a shirt on anyway. I don't know what he's got down lower, but, um, and she's got her hand over his eyes like she doesn't want him to see something. Um, in the world of pedophilia, code words are used. The code word for a young girl is pizza. A boy is a hot dog. Uh, while a very small boy is pasta. An orgy with little boys is pasta sauce, etc the president who took uh, on child abusers shortly after becoming president Trump announced that his administration would make it priority to put an end to these horrific practices the news report below covered the announcement uh, mentioned the term Pizzagate okay which is President Trump announces elite pedophile ring investigation President Trump has announced a federal investigation into the Pizzagate elite pedophile scandal involving human trafficking on Tuesday and promised to help put an end to this horrific, really horrific crimes taking place all over the world the word uh, all over the world the word and hashtag which is hashtag Pizzagate is being used as a name for the crime of children abuse uh, by the world's higher ups Um, if you search the internet for evidence of Pizzagate you will see the most horrific things or horrible things Um, please be careful because it can be traumatizing protect yourself here's their codes a hot dog is a little boy a pizza is a little girl cheese is a very young girl pasta is a very young boy Uh, there's a map with an X on it and that stands for sperm there's uh, walnuts which stand for colored children Ice cream stands for uh, male prostitutes. Interesting how Joe Biden is eating ice cream all the time, isn't it? And they they show it on TV. Um, Handkerchiefs. Black equals uh, S&M bondage and white equals underage. And sauce equals an orgy. Trump was the first American president to take massive action to end human trafficking in America and worldwide. He signed several executive orders for this purpose. Uh, One of them was uh, blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights abuses, abuse or corruption. Uh, President Donald J. Trump is taking action to end human trafficking. Proclamation on National Sexual Adult Awareness and Prevention Month 2020. And the last one, the fourth one, Executive Order on Combating Human Trafficking and Online Child Exploitation in the United States. Okay. During the first term of Trump's presidency, many key arrests were made. For example, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, who abducted large numbers of youngsters and who were then offered to many uh, celebrities, politicians and elitists the elitists then flew to Epstein's Island where they can consume their victims former president Bill Clinton Hollywood film star Steven Spielberg vaccine dealer uh, Bill Gates and hundreds of others were found on flight logs from Epstein's Island Trump put an end to that there have also been many arrests of small scale human trafficking networks um, in which thousands of children were set free what is interesting is that right after Trump entered office, dozens of c e o members major for major corporations resigned uh wh- where so resigned uh what were they suddenly afraid of Biden meanwhile well, just look at these images and it's got a bunch of images of him smelling girls' hair or kissing little girls on the head and, and even older women fondling him it looks like (laughs) you know there's a couple pictures here there's one where this guy this woman is with her husband and there's another one up here where this woman is with her husband and he's a Biden has his hands around her midriff and she doesn't look comfortable with it and this other one he's smelling this woman's hair while she's on the stage with her husband he's accepting a prize or something and um what husband would, would let this guy do this for fame fortune awards to sell your wife out like that frankly I would have stopped what I was doing and deck the guy I don't care if I get thrown in prison the rest of my life okay he's with other girls here and there's this one I particularly like because he's in a biker bar it looks like um, and uh, Yeah, being in a biker bar, and there's two pretty rough-looking dudes sitting there. And there's a, look like a biker chick sitting in Biden's lap, and he's, uh, it looks like he's, I don't know, he's teasing, or, I don't know, he's he's just, uh, she's laughing and he's laughing, and anyway, but the the guys are looking really serious, looking at Biden like, yeah, you try something. (laughs) Um, and even the kind of images found on a laptop of his son Hunter Biden. And one of them is an ad for a girl. It says name of Nicole, age 18 years old, ethnic origin Caucasian, country of
1: Oregon.
0: country of origin um, United States, abducted in Paris, held in the EU, weight 47 kilograms, and it goes on and on. And it's got pictures of him with kids. I don't even want to talk about that. Anyway, that's the end of the article. Um, I'm going to go ahead then, folks, and uh, if you read along with me, thank you very much. It'll make it easier for both of us. But here's the video I wanted to show you, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and play that. And I don't know, I think it's like 15 or minutes long or so. Okay, here you go.
2: Public setting. Um, they organized that uh, through youth detention centers in the Netherlands. The youth detention centers were told that the criminals were um, uh, asking for the Dutch court uh, for children who could work with uh, the Dutch, for the Dutch queen for a certain period. Uh, The detention centers were very happy. They thought that Queen Beatrix was a very social woman and they uh, gladly uh, volunteered in giving uh, uh, files of uh, certain children to the criminals. Uh, When they wanted to verify what the criminals uh, told them, they were given a name and the phone number of a high ranking officer at the court of Queen Beatrix, and that high-ranking officer would uh, uh, would state and tell them that indeed uh, those criminals uh, were seeking uh, children uh, to work uh, for a certain period at the Dutch court. Uh, after receiving uh, files of uh, approximately three children uh, every time, uh, the criminals uh, selected a child that had no uh, relative or family. Um, uh, they told the youth detention centre uh, child A is the one we want to see. Youth detention centre uh, uh, box uh, closed with the child so that it was well closed to go to uh, a solicitation. Uh, uh, conversation uh, and uh, put the child on train uh, to uh, Zwolle. In Zwolle, the criminals uh, uh, fetched the child from the station, uh, brought it to a building uh, which, was, which was equipped as a hotel but was not working as a hotel. Although there were people uh, in uh, the lobby uh, doing as if the hotel was in work. Uh, The child was put on a table, and were given something to drink. And in that drink, uh, uh, with a drink, the child was drugged. Uh, 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 Besides uh, that hotel was a building where uh, the performance should should take place. Uh, In that building, um, uh, the people were sat down. And uh, at a certain moment, uh, the child was brought into that building uh, by the criminals, uh, was uh, uh, tortured, uh, raped, and uh, brutally murdered uh, before those uh, people. Uh, the audience uh, was around uh, Johan Friso. Uh, Prince Johan Friso, uh, the second uh, son of Queen Beatrix. Uh, I was told that Johann Friso was quite insane and had an unhealthy uh, interest in young children and uh, had a, a steady uh, psychiatrist every day uh, of his life uh, with him. And that psychiatrist's name was Gus uh, Parot Dumont. uh, The criminals organized uh, those uh, killings uh, uh, in accordance with uh, Beatrix. Beatrix paid for it, uh, paid for the killings and uh, Johan Frizo, the criminals asked Johan Frizo to bring his uh, relatives or uh, 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 friends uh, with him. And so the whole uh, uh, building was filled with very important people from the Netherlands. Uh, Ministers, um, uh, high-ranking officers, and uh, uh, all kinds of people that the criminals could put on photo. So they could uh, blackmail uh, those people and get uh, criminal advantages uh, from that.
1: Could, Could you name some of the people who were present?
2: Uh, the people that I recognized there uh, were, for instance, Prince Johann Frieso, his steady psychiatrist, psychiatrist Dumont. I recognized Mabel Mrs. Smith. Uh, she was there with uh, 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 an old uh, steady man. I think it was uh, George Soros. I recognized uh, Donner, uh, former minister of uh, the law department. Uh, at this moment, Vice-Roy of the Netherlands. I recognized uh, Ernst Hirsch uh, a very important uh, former minister of uh, justice. I recognized uh, E. van den Emster. He was uh, uh, for years uh, the head of all judges in the Netherlands. I recognized uh, Dick Berlijn, uh, the uh, uh, former head of uh, the military uh, department in the Netherlands. I recognized a journalist, a very important journalist, Gerlof for of the journal The Elsevier. I recognized uh, Carla Herades, uh, at present, he is president of the court in Amsterdam. A judge, I recognise Mark Rutte, he is at this moment a minister a president of the the Netherlands. I recognise Geert Wilders. He is at this moment the head of the political party PVV in the Dutch Parliament. Uh, there were about fifty. Every time I was taken there, I have been taken there three times. I have seen every time kill a child, killed, that a child was killed. And I have seen uh, two boys killed. I have seen one girl killed. I presume those children were uh, Netherlands children. I presume those children came from the detention centers of the Netherlands uh, on the way, uh, and were recruited on the way that I've told.
1: You said that um, uh, officials at the detention centers said that they thought that they had been eaten?
2: I've asked the journalists uh, about uh, in 2005, the year 2005 or 2006, I asked the journalist of the journal The Telegraph to uh, look it out for me and to publish it in the newspaper, what was happening. Uh, the journalist uh, told me that he had uh, uh, controlled my story with all the youth detention centers in the Netherlands and had spoken to people uh, who had uh, indeed... Uh, uh, given those files to the criminals and uh, thought that the children uh, they put on the train uh, were going to a solicitation uh, conversation and were going to work for in the court of Queen Beatrix and uh, that uh, some of those um, uh, people of the detention center told the journalists that they thought that Queen Beatrix was eating those children up Because they were putting them on the train to Zwolle, and they never saw them back or heard anything about them anymore.
1: Do you know what happened to the remains of the children after they died? Do you know where they were buried or what they did with them? Yes,
2: unfortunately I know, yes. Uh, They were first uh, uh, thrown in... uh, 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 a container uh, uh, behind uh, the building where they were murdered, Um, a a cooling container. Uh, After um, uh, certain uh, uh, performances, uh, the container was brought to Belgium uh, where they uh, had a piece of land uh, where... uh, uh, they put the children in a
1: hole. Where in what is the name of the place in Belgium? Do you know?
2: I I I, I must look it up. Okay. I thought, I've I've i found it, uh, but I must look it up.
1: What is it that you'd like to see happen about all this?
2: Oh, I want to see those criminals uh, forever off the bus.
1: Yeah, you've been. You haven't received any help, though, from within the Netherlands, you said.
2: Not, not one thing. And no, it, 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 is, it is terrible. Uh, from 2004 on till now, today, uh, I have spoken with every policeman I could find. i spoken with every uh, law official I could find. I've talked to Interpol uh, about this. I've uh, been to court uh, to to try uh, to get a conviction of uh, the uh, prosecutor uh, to to investigate the matter. Uh, uh, The court told me that uh, it wasn't my problem, it was a problem of the society, and the court didn't want uh, uh, to give an order to the prosecutor to to investigate. Uh, I have done literally everything um, uh, to, to clear this up I, I haven't uh, no, I'm, I, I have the idea that uh, 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 everything uh, um, everything is stopped because uh, uh, Beatrix is involved Right. and uh, the Dutch court is involved and every time uh, some policeman wants to investigate Uh, uh, they slap him uh, on the shoulders and say, don't do that because Queen Beatrix doesn't want it.
1: Are you willing to give this testimony in another court, say a common law court?
2: Yes. I have no objections about that. I'm I'm very, very angry. If you've seen what I've seen, um, it it always stays with you. Uh, I... uh, I can put it aside because it is one of the cruel uh, things that I've seen, but it's horrible. Yes. It, it's really uh, horrible. It is. It is idiot. Um, I, I, uh, uh, one time when, when I was driven back to my home, so my, my husband took me there. Uh, my husband drugged me, and my husband let me see that, and my husband brought me back to the home. And my home was about 100 kilometers far. And uh, during that ride, um, uh, I, I suddenly came to my senses. Uh, I suddenly discovered uh, that that, uh, that was a child that I had seen killed. Uh, I burst out in tears. Uh, my husband was driving. Uh, he put his arm uh, to me and he said don't bother uh, they're, they're, uh, they're children of the, uh, a minor order uh, it's just trash uh, it doesn't matter that they are killed it's horrible it's, it's horrible it's, it, it's, uh, I can't describe it it's horrible, it's, it's idiot those people who are looking there and not doing anything those people are idiots.
1: And your husband is still alive.
2: <laughs> he's still alive and he's still killing people. It's it's it's, it's idiots. If, if you if you if you uh, just think how many people since 2004, since I, I tried to stop it, have been killed It's 10 years. He yeah. killed approximately uh, perhaps 10 or 20 people a year. Uh, if, if, if not more. It's, it's horrible. I, 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 have, uh, uh, I have shown the police, I have let them see four places in the Netherlands they used as graveyards for, for people, they uh, liquidated them. Never, never any policeman has taken the trouble to look. To look.
1: Can you name those four places?
2: Yes, I, I can name those places, I can, I can uh, show them, but I, I, I will put them to you uh, by, uh, by email, uh, uh, but, but the criminals uh, know that I've told the police they've had every opportunity to let uh, uh, the bodies disappear again. I, I know two places where it is difficult for now uh, to let them disappear. Uh, One is a pool, but but I've seen uh, 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 that they do did something there. I I don't know what, but it must be it must have been difficult uh, to uh, uh, let uh, the bodies disappear from those pool, from that pool. But but never normally in the Netherlands when you find something in a house, corpse or, or blood. uh uh, the police goes with with 20 30 people to investigate it and when i uh, say to the people i know four places in the netherlands they use as a graveyard and every graveyard perhaps 20 till 50 perhaps 100 bodies are buried there and nobody is looking nobody is looking at those places nobody goes there
1: could you tell us your name and the date Please, today. Uh,
2: today is uh, the 5th of June uh, 2014, and my name is Anne Marie
0: van I'm sorry, folks, I forgot to unmute the microphone. Uh, but I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was a uh, you could tell how it really bothered her you know it just she just was totally befuddled it's like she tried to tell everybody about it and nobody would listen you know oh you're a hysterical woman just go away and leave us alone or you know it's just part of the order it's part of the way that things happen there's nothing you can do about it go away you know it's my goodness I um when I was a I still am a nurse but when I was practicing up in uh up in Salem and the whole time even when I'm not working uh we're something called mandatory reporters and um you know if we if we suspect child abuse at all we had to report it to the authorities and um I'm thankful that I never really saw anything that I can remember anyway and um And and the reason I say that is because, you know, I'm glad because nobody was being abused around me that I knew of. And and the second thing is that if you make a report and they take the child away, you know, let's just say that a mother smacked her kid in a store, okay? Maybe hit him across the face. He was smarting off to her. And I see that, and I said, man, you know, that kid, man, he really cowered when his mother hit him. She must have hit him a lot, you know. And and so I called the police and said, well, you know, let them worry about it. And um, so they, you know, I called the police, and they come, and right away they yank the kid away from her and take him away, put him in a foster home, which in itself is a bad thing many times. Sometimes it works out. I know foster parents, and they're good people. But um, a lot of times it doesn't work out. These people are fiends. They're, uh, they're they're foster parents for one reason, to abuse children, and so you turn them over to CPS, and CPS turns them over to them, or and then and or turns them over to uh, a corrupt politician or something like we've been watching. You know. Um, so I I always used to pray. Hey, am I back or something? Let me try something, folks. I I lost the connection for a minute or so. Yeah, back up. I must have lost internet. But it's back. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, sweet Yeshua. Anyway, folks, like I was saying, you know, it's it's a crapshoot, you know, when you... When you see something happening, I can imagine, you know, you you see something happening, you, you complain to the police, they yank the child away, put him in with CPS, next thing you know the child disappears, or worse yet, you know, I feel sorry, really sorry for these families where, you know, the mother and father is killed in a car wreck, uh, there's no family to take the kids and then they're turned over to the system and they disappear they just disappear and CPS uh, I'm sorry <laughs> there may be a, one or two good people working there but most of them are shlemels and shlemazels and um, just looking out for themselves and oh I'm so busy you know well you're a public servant you're supposed to be busy you're supposed to be protecting the public serving the public quit crying and do your job um, <clears throat> but um, Anyway, so, well, I hope that you're watching this because I hope you didn't give up when uh, we lost the Internet because uh, it kept recording. And I hope you stu- stu- stood with us or stuck with us while it was all going on, and uh, you're here now. <laughs> but anyway, I think I've pretty well proven the point that uh, the, these scumbags that are in higher-ups... Uh, you know the the nerve of calling us uh low-class uh cattle you know when they're the ones that are the they're base you know they're and that's just like hitler you know Uh, what, what did he do he he uh he had this little scale you know that the aryans were purebreds and and that the norwegians and stuff that they were you know they were mostly aryan anyway and you go down and you got to the blacks and you got in the very bottom were the Jews. So he equated them with being mostly ape-like. So if, if a person thinks that another person is mostly ape-like, you're not calling him a human being anymore. If you're not, he's not a human being anymore, you don't care about him. And you can do whatever you want to. And that's exactly what Hitler did. That's exactly what communists do. And socialists and everything else and you know, so these people, what they're doing is they're basically classifying everybody but themselves, and I'm talking about billions of people, not just uh, not just uh, tens of millions in Europe or around the world, you know, talking about the Jews, but um, billions of people that they see as their toys, their tools, their whatever. So anyway, um, it's just history repeating itself, but on a grander scale. So let's, uh, let's hope that we get a chance to put an end to history or to the old part of history or to the, let's put an end to them trying to copy history. Okay. And let's, uh, maybe we can, uh, fend things off for a little while until, uh, until things actually do start. So I got a feeling we still got a few years. If we, if everything is done right and good Lord willing, you know, um, I think that uh, there is some time before the before the time when the uh, defecation hits the rotary oscillator, so to speak. So let's try to work on uh, getting rid of these elites and getting rid of all this crap and um, maybe we can uh, live a fairly decent life until uh, till the end comes, so. All right, folks, uh, and if I'm wrong, we're gone anyway, right? Um, Folks, have a good, uh, let's see, what is it, Thursday? So have a good weekend. Today's Friday, actually, huh? Uh, So have a good, again, have a good weekend. Uh, Enjoy your weekend, okay? The summers is going to be drawn to a close pretty soon. And uh, next month on the 20th, actually, the end of summer. So uh, go out and have fun. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. Husbands enjoy your wives, wives enjoy your husbands, and I, I just mean on a social scale. Not, I mean, yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, so you, everybody be blessed, and oh, um, well, I, I guess we'll uh, we'll give it a close here. Um, may the Lord bless you, and keep you, may he make His face to shine upon you, and be gracious unto you, may you watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, your lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding, and may he receive all the glory, and may you receive blessings from him for giving him glory in Yeshua's holy, precious name. Amen and amen. Folks, we'll see you next week. We'll see you sooner if something happens, um, and there's a lot happening, so it may quite possibly be earlier than Tuesday. So, All right, folks. God bless. Good night or afternoon, as the case may be. Bye.